Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Hello and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm John. Welcome back to to you and to you, John. Thank yeah, you for welcome, joining John. us again. Hi. Good to have you again. <laughs> I was away for a while. And now here you are, and we're so glad that you're here again, uh, because we needed help on this one. Uh, the oh. Ghost Adventures went to the Pico House Hotel in Los Angeles, beautiful Los Angeles, California. Oh, we we should mention that our cat Lydia is also a star oh, yes. at the show. She's on my shoulder right now, in it for the ride. Just along for the ride. She's yeah. a shoulder cat. <laughs> She's also black, so shoulder cat. She's a Halloween kitty. Yeah, it's getting close to Halloween. It I is. mean, not like literally very close, but as close as I think it's. You know, I I say it's close. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys have costume ideas? Oh no, I think I'm just gonna get like um, a sweatshirt and just like. Um, where she doesn't even go here as a tag, and just have you seen Mean Girls? Yes. Yes. A long that, time ago. Lo, like that. Oh, um, that one scene where Damien's in that um school, like middle school gym, high school gym, uh-huh. and they're all like you know talking about their feelings stuff, and there's this one like lady. lady yes. Yes. I know what you're talking yes. about. Okay. And yes. Just do that instead. And she uh, talks about her feelings, and he people just, are like, "Who is she?" Yeah, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's appropriate uh, that we're talking about movies because this episode of Ghost Adventures is very special in that they're being helped by the Hollywood Ghost Hunters. Yes. Epic team up of the century. And yes. it's a fact that they will not let us forget at all. Yeah. Um, so let's let's first go over the history of this location, how about? Yeah. Um, and then we can talk about our special guests. Yeah. Um. So this is the Pico House Hotel. It was built uh, between the years of 1869 and 1870 in uh, Los Angeles, California, or at the time, I believe it was Alta, California. You might be hearing our cat, and she's getting frisky. So at the time, the Los Angeles area, as it is known today, was still uh, under the government of uh, Mexico. Do you guys have the name of the uh, governor at the time? It was Pio Pico? Pio Pico, yeah. Pio Pico, right. And shortly after this place was built, um, America bought over that part of Mexico. At the time, there were uh, rising racial, racial tensions, specifically against the Chinese immigrants. There was a, a fight that arose. Apparently, a white officer got shot. And then a bunch of angry, mostly white people, uh, decided to gang up on these Chinese immigrants and brutally massacred 19 of them. Some of them were mutilated. Many were hanged, shot, and then stomped on on the ground. Pretty fucking awful. So Zach believes that a portal has been opened here because of that incident. Really, really, really sensitive, Zach. Totally, totally sensitive. Well, you know, you know how Zach is. It's going to be one of those episodes. So, uh, and and I'm, 
Uh, apparently, a lot of this violence took place uh, in and around the, the Pico House Hotel. So, that is the sad part of this episode and the history there. Uh, let's move on to our special guests on this show. We've got three new dudes, all from what they call this, the Hollywood Ghost Hunters. Uh, has the same initials as Human Growth Hormone, HGH. <laughs> uh, appropriate. And you see this shot of them and the Ghost Adventures crew walking out of a bunch of smoke. And you'll see the shot about 10 or 15 <laughs> times throughout this episode. Uh, the Ghost Adventures crew is extremely happy to have these people. They're very, very psyched. They're two, okay, so it's Kane Hodder, who plays Jason. It's R.A., whose last name I don't remember, who plays... It's me... me, me Mikhailov. Yeah. R.A. Mikhailov, who plays the guy from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Only, like, part three, I think. Only the third one. Yeah. <laughs> and a guy named Rick McCollum, who is a stuntman. Um, and they always introduce them in this way. I also have some extra information um, about Kane and R.A. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane is, is really into poker, professional poker. That tracks. He uh, is kind enough and um, generous enough to visit uh, child burn victims in hospitals. And he all- must be. I think he is. I think he's been burned himself. Because there's some. I think so too. There's some stuff going on on his skin that that looks a little scarred. I noticed he also wears gloves, so maybe he has burns on his hands. I'm not sure. Or it could just be a a cool look. He does not seem like the type of man who takes mm-hmm. stage combat safety seriously. Right. Um, he's also a juggalo. And then R.A. Um, is also a former pro wrestler, apparently. If I can mm. I can believe that, for and sure. I, I tried to look at sure. more information about Rick, uh, Rick but, but Rick there is really chameleon. isn't. Rick um, lives in the shadows. He points a lot. You'll yeah. notice in this episode, he is an avid pointer. Uh, he po- points to any uh, sounds he hears or shadows he sees. He just wants you to know he knows where that's coming from. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, the only information I got was that, like, he wrote the Young Indiana Jones series. Like, mm-hmm. what? Way back when. He wow. wrote it? And, like, he, he collabed with, like, George Lucas. So, wow. God. Yeah. That's wild. One thing that I thought was really funny, during all of the reenactments in this episode, you know, you see the regular reenactments, the regular Ghost Adventures quality. And in one of the last reenactments of the big riot, you see the Ghost Adventures crew, like, standing in the back of it. Like, just watching it. It was so odd. It was weird. really weird. It's They're like, really in there. If you if you were really watching this happen, why aren't you doing anything? Get in there. You're, help just, out. you're just staring at this. You like a, a spooky, uh, brave person that's not actually brave because they're not actually uh protecting anybody exactly so then there's also this part in this episode where i don't know why they did this but aaron during the editing process did this like wild crazy zoom in zoom out on the pico house hotel you, you guys remember this it like yes, I did. came in the middle of like they a very needed boring to put a warning for epilepsy because that probably would trigger uh some seizures yeah and we- throughout the episode it just i, I kind of like how many jump shots there were and they're like a lot around like nine or so because <laughs> yeah. like it just kept jumping after like everything it was just, yes mm. so let's get we hear some ghost stories let's let's talk about the ghost stories there's a security guard who quit because of the ghosts mm. um he got like kicked on the stairs he saw people walking around rachel uh, sanchez with all her sass. Oh my god, oh. that was so fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ this interview. Zach is like in is like talking to this woman, he's asking her questions. 
And I don't know whether he's being like playfully stupid or what. He's probably just I think dumb. he had a big crush on her. And so he keeps interrupting her when she's trying to answer his question. And finally, she's, she says, I'm telling you, you're not paying attention. And then he screams. <laughs> and then he just yells at her. But with a laugh. Like, he's... This Stupid. is what flirting is. <laughs> it gets, like, so uncomfortably loud, though. Yeah. That, like, there's no way that didn't... That would have activated my fight or flight response. Had I been it kind of reminds me. Have ha, John? Have you seen the movie Wet Hot American Summer? I have not. Okay. I've heard good reviews. We have so to fucking watch funny. It. Okay. For those of you who have, it reminds me of the scene with the professor and the camp counselor, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, the kids would love it if you came and 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 talked with them about." astronomy he's like oh no 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 i really mustn't she's like no really it'd be wonderful like, oh no 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 no, it's okay please i said no <laughs> <laughs> except with zach it's like a positive reaction but a really loud outburst that is awkward and not normal and what humans do uh we also get this there's apparently a specter with a beard that walks around on the roof come on like this guy sees this this guy tells a story about a, someone who saw a ghost from like 50 feet away and said it looked like the owner of the place yeah. from way back when. Okay. Um, I noticed that Zach in one scene where he's like in the courtyard, which is not extremely sunny because it's a courtyard. Mm. He's wearing sunglasses. Oh, yeah. But then like in other shots where the light's literally shining into his face for good lighting, he's not wearing sunglasses. So I think that's a pretty good indication that he only wears sunglasses to appear hip. It's to look cool. Yes. And they're not actually for practical use. Nope. Another point for talking about the movie. Yes. <laughs> How many points did you get? I got like 11 now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zach. Oh, boy. And the rest of these guys, man. There's like a huge intro, which you always know it means that they didn't really get much of anything, which was yeah. true about this episode. Oh, yeah. mm. It is kind of cool because they visit this like prop house museum type place. Um, is this where Kane lives? <laughs> I thought it Probably. was where he lived. <laughs> they interview these guys like yeah. exhaustively and oh, yeah. ask them all these really creepy questions about like, do you actually feel like you want to do killing in real life? And Kane is like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I would love to kill people. It would be great. Like um. normal people say, this is where I get the, the feeling that he really is not, he really does not take safety seriously no. in acting situations because he also does like a stage choke on Zach with no warning and no training on how to like handle being in one of those. Yeah. Um, he also yeah. says that his co-stars have said that was really hard. Like, he's hard to work with. Yeah. And he doesn't understand that this is a bad thing. And he explains that he's scared that someday he will snap and actually finish killing somebody. Like, do, Don't not do that. I can see why, like, people just like, nope, you're, just, you're not working Hollywood industry anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's why there's a different Jason now. It's because <laughs> this dude's out of his mind. He's crazy. Yeah. Now, R.A., he talks about how when he was young, um, wasn't didn't he say his father like worked in a mortuary or something? Yeah, and he uh, got, had a lot of death adventures, like like see dead bodies. Probably not like, like the health. I don't know if I mean I'm death positive now that I've read books by Caitlin Doty. I'm a I'm a, a big supporter of death positivity, not pro death, but death positivity. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think this falls under the category of death positivity because it is kind of disrespectful. He would sleep near dead bodies, or at least he did once in the mortuary that his father worked, like a sleepover. Cool. I mean, that's also not safe because there's a lot of bad chemicals. Uh, he could have gotten something from there, like some type of like chemical. like Cancer? Yeah, exactly. But he 
It looks all fine to me. It's yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Rick, Rick has much less to say. Rick is really um, basic. Rick is mysterious. <laughs> Rick has no characteristics as far as I can tell. And he doesn't oh, yeah. know how to move his body when he walks. Because um, there's a lot of uh, imagery, video footage of the three of these stars um, walking with weapons in their hands. I don't know what that was necessarily about yeah are you gonna fucking but... hit the ghost with the big waves <laughs> and they're like they're like sticks with n- nails on them <laughs> these types of weapons and like you got kane and ra and they're like really like intimidating looking and then you have rick and he's rick just, just looks like, like a barbecue dad he does <laughs> he does oh he does not fit it one of these things is not like the other rick's the most normal looking man ever <laughs> And he also seems very normal when he talks. He really does. Uh, but he was the one who wanted to start the ghost hunting crew with these guys. Yeah. And he, like, invited Kane because he saw a fearless man. Yeah. Um, so, Zach official- Kane, Can I just say, Kane reminds me of the bully on Hey Arnold. <gasps> Harold? Hey yeah. Arnold? Oh, oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can never unsee that now. Oh, my gosh. Right? He does. He yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> so, Zach officially invites HGH to join them for this lockdown. And they do, like, a weird flash forward that totally interrupts the um, the flow of the episode, where it talks about how, you know, Kane's never been a fan of EVP, but, but we're going to get one, apparently, that makes him say, I liked it. <laughs> and I know that that's what he said, because they played it a million times, and subtitled it and everything um we get to the lockdown and we're we get the the omega daps the best fist bumps ever (sighs) there's two of them with like radiate radiating light beams coming from the fist bumps with epic sound effects like literally i had to like turn my eyes away from the screen it was too much it was just it was just too much cringe you you got the first one it was like oh god and then you get the second one and it's like it's like it's really happening i just want to see this keep happening in a loop like the fist bumps just keep going and then it's like oh my god like how do you see that directed by zach biggins (laughs) coming soon (laughs) the year near you what were you gonna say oh i was gonna say that like um have you seen that one meme where um, it's like that one cat with like the eyes and the lasers. Yes. Oh my god! It just it reminded me of that, but just <laughs> a thousand times worse. Yes. Just, <laughs> just overlay those cats with beams over the fist bumps every time that happens. Oh god! I would love to see that happen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Something else that Ra says about the Ghost Adventures crew uh, earlier that I wanted to make sure got on the record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says that they're the coolest. Goes yeah. to hunters around, yeah, which is really something. And then Zach tries to reciprocate with a, another compliment, like I I don't remember what it was, but what, whatever. Uh, the, so when they do the lockdown, Zach does this big long speech to Mister Pico about thanking him for letting them in. I wonder if Zach's the person at the Thanksgiving dinner table that does the grace. He probably loves to, yeah, because mm-hmm. it. I mean, this is what it sounds like whenever. The lockdowns begin when he, like, talks to the Thank spirits. Thank you for the food. <laughs> and the ghosts. Amen. Amen. A woman. Uh, so, uh, so we are again introduced. It's almost immediately time to let the uh, Hollywood ghost hunters in. And we get 
Not only does Zach introduce them verbally to us again, they get like a two-minute musical intro where their names and their roles they're famous for are flashed on the Which screen. Which we already know again. about. Again, we have been told so many times about these men. <laughs> they tell us for like a sixth time who these people are. And this music plays that is like... A country-esque music. Yeah, it's unbelievably bad. It It's almost indistinct in how bad it is. Have you... It's um. Have you seen like um Velocity or like any other sh like the Discovery Channel or something like that? No. It's like um, if I mean if you haven't like seen it, it's like where a lot of like the metalheads or like a lot of the gearheads are like working on cars and stuff like that too. Okay. Like, it starts like you know um, start actually working on the car. Mm -hmm. It's like the music that like plays over it, and it's just <laughs> on a reality show. On a reality show, well, it is very reality is, show music. This yes. is a very reality show. Reality show. We tried to look up what the music was from, but they didn't tell us. Yeah, Those cowards didn't want to put their name <laughs> on it. Yeah, it's probably one of the guests. I'm thinking. Maybe. Oh my god, that would be so fucking funny yeah. if Rick has a band on the side. <laughs> No, I'm sure we would have heard about it because I feel like they were really, really digging for, you know, trying to make him look grander. Give him anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, for record. his record, I checked uh, his uh, IMDb and he has been on a lot of movies. Surely, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's, the, that's the thing, though. If, like, stuntmen, nobody knows who the stunt people are. Yeah. They, they get, like, no fame ever. Yeah. Uh, so... Also, during this episode, something must have happened during the edit because all of the narration that Zach does sounds terrible. Like, it's all really bad quality. There's also in the this microphone. weird, mm. like, buzzing that is so irregular and annoying. And I don't know if they added it in to make you feel unnerved since nothing really happens in this episode. A bunch of six big men walk around in the dark. <laughs> have you ever noticed that it's the episodes where. The Ghost Adventure crew have guests on that nothing really happens. Hmm. hmm. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. They fucking, they just sort of walk around for a while, and then they do like an EVP session. Some unexplained footsteps, which could be anything. Which happen again and again and again. And again and again and again. Um, R.A. gets a very nice spike on the EM detector. It's 6.9. 6.9. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nice. Uh... <laughs> Nick, Nick and Rick join the Goosebump Club. Nick and Rick are like finding brotherhood with one another because they're the nerdy ones. They're the ones who are like really into ghosts and the science of ghosts. And they're really mm -hmm. like awkwardly uh, presenting themselves, people. Yeah, they're kind of like big ostriches. Yeah, yeah. They don't know what to do with their limbs, including their head. And they do like they do the the look at my arm thing with <laughs> each holding other. it right next to the other arm. Like, yeah. Look at it. Look at it. I found it like kind of darkable in a way. It's like I like him have like some sort of kinship with like a guest. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a pin in that also because we're gonna come back to the kinship between the two crews. <laughs> <laughs> There's a callback to Bill Chappell's camcorder Hydra that Zach uses as proof that he knows science. <laughs> He's used scientific equipment before with Bill Chappell, so we get we get just a lot of footsteps. Which, if you think about it, they're in a building that has a courtyard. You're going to get sound echoing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So could be anything. Yeah. Later on, we see that there's pigeons in here. So like, yeah, there's so much shit that that could be. <laughs> uh, and and sometimes when pigeons flap their wings, it kind of sounds like footsteps. Zach starts provoking, um, but still nothing. And finally, we finally get the first actual EVP, mm -hmm. like, I feel like two-thirds into the episode, um, as Aaron and Kane 
go into a room by themselves. Mm-hmm. And Aaron nervously makes a, makes a gag about Kane, like, killing him or whatever. Um, and they do this dumb shit again where they, like, pause the thing and it says, EVP recorded. Analysis coming soon. Like, like they're playing a trailer of the later part of the episode with Billy, and we were very happy that Billy was going to be there. Yeah. Um, they do get some EVPs that don't really sound like anything. Um, Honestly, like, the second EVP with the first person that we're talking about, it just sounded like static to me. Yeah. It was just like, are you sure that's a real EVP, or are you just saying that just to, like, say something for the content? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, human beings look for human-like qualities in everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's called pareidolia. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it with faces all the time. Cars look happy. Uh, some cars look happy, some cars look angry. Mazdas. Mazdas are happy. very happy little very, guys. Very happy. Um, Zach, note for you if you're listening. Chinese people, Zach. Chinese <laughs> people. Don't just say Chinese when you're saying lots of Chinese people lived here. Thank you. <laughs> um... <laughs> They see this door that is apparently opening and closing a lot, and he has to go investigate that. Zach compares Pico House to a cesspool, which is cool, mm-hmm. for so many reasons. Um, and then the, the Ghost Adventures crew and the Hollywood Ghost Hunters all together start calling on that violent kick spirit to, like, kick them and, and assault them. Oh, and this is where Ari says maybe it has to be somebody who's afraid. And so we all knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Zach goes, Aaron, get up here. Uh, oh, also, yeah. I noticed Zach's voice was getting very like high and almost squeaky, which you can tell is when Zach's starting to get scared. And I actually realized while we were watching this, if we were to have a fake documentary about this, what seems like a fake documentary starring actual movie stars, sorry, Zach, um, I think that if we could get Topher Grace to play Zach Baggins. To play Zach Baggins. Oh my god. I feel like that would be a really good match. Make that happen. Yeah. So much. Sorry, to- Zach. By, by the way, he is a he is a movie star. He was in he was in Demon House. So. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> He's got that going for him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, so now we go to the I don't know the shack. What what do we? Yeah, call we this? go to we go to like a shack, I guess, where Billy's all set up. Wherever this is, it's probably like a, a strip mall. <laughs> it's yeah. from somebody's they've... van, like a very large van that they've connected something to. <laughs> or they rent like the the building that is the building behind it seasonally rented into the Halloween spirit store, but they rent it <laughs> the rest of the year. <laughs> this shit is so fucking boring to me. The shit that they do here with the like live EVP sessions where. E- Billy just fucks around in uh, fucking Adobe Final Cut or whatever. And, like, we get to see him in his process for blasting the volume on weird static. I love the amount of time he's put into oh, gluing so his mohawk. Just for these, like, oh, he's gonna be on TV. three or four minutes. You know, he's going to be on TV. While he's that. sitting in a chair, not actually, like, playing music or anything. So, hold on. Do you have to be playing music to have a mohawk? No, it's just you have to be doing more than just sitting on your ass. <laughs> Actually, put some effort into it. Okay? What are you gonna? How are you gonna shred the air? <laughs> that's a mohawk that's not living up to its purpose. You're hiding your light under a bushel. Oh my goodness. Maybe he uses it to break the wind when there's like when when they're trying to find EVPs in in the 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 Halloween spirit building that they're renting. I know that I know that <laughs> farmers use like these these great gate 
things. What are you talking about? Farmers <laughs> have these big, like, fancy things that are kind of like... They wear them on their heads? No. They're put in fields to okay. break wind. <laughs> break wind. <laughs> so that the, 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 the vegetation doesn't, like, die and stuff. That's cool. Anyway, sorry. Oh, so they just do this live EVP session shit for a while. Mm. They do three separate EVPs, and I was tired of it after the first one. They're really, really reaching for They're this so stuff. Reaching. At one point, they even play the sound of what shuffling footsteps sound like as a comparison, and they don't realize that the two clips they play sound exactly alike. Well, I don't know about that, but it's like... They always pick the most extreme versions of yeah. examples, like the the bug when it's like a, a giant <laughs> like butterfly. A, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it's like a moth full on in the camera. Yeah, it's like... Or an owl that looks like a shadow in the window. Yeah, there can't possibly be other versions of this source of sound, like... <sighs> <laughs> it had to be really hot in that room, right? Really hot. Like <laughs> seven dudes in a metal tube. Metal tube? I don't know I don't about know. that. It seemed more like a gypsum board. Okay. You know, mm. a rented out Halloween spirit. Seven dudes <laughs> in a rented out spirit Halloween. No ventilation. Yeah. Computers, five computers running. Oh. Um, oh, God. And then we get to the EVP where Zach has to say... Oh no! Oh, Zach yeah. says that the EVP quote sounds Asian to me. And then he does, he does an example, an impression. It. What a fucking It was asshole. so cringy, I swear to God. Ah, uh, I mean, Zach, what do you, I mean, not Zach, Max, like, what do you have to say about that? I mean, this man does not surprise me ever. Nothing about Zach Bagans is surprising to me or ever has been since, like, I watched him almost die several times. You know, he illustrates exactly who he is on this show. Without realizing it. Without realizing it. He's very open. It's very cool. Not in the mind, but... Oh, I don't think he thinks about the things he says or does at all. No. I don't think he spends any time. There's no self... There's no introspection going on with Zach Bagans ever. Hmm, is impersonating uh, my stereotype impression of a Chinese person going to be offensive in any way? Hmm. The obvious question is yes. <laughs> uh, they do this but, weird... Th- so after this EVP thing, they ask the guys to do like a cool tribute with them. And they line this up like the Hollywood ghost hunters are their dads. They're cool dads. That's like a sorority picture mm. with all the girls like facing sideways. They're doing the bevel, so. the sorority squat, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, except for it's uh, Zach and Kane in the middle flexing really hard. Yeah. And then Aaron and R.A., who are apparently Aaron Jr. and Aaron Sr. <laughs> and then Nick and Rick, the other two guys. <laughs> you gotta admit, Aaron and like R.A. do look similar. They yeah. do, do look similar. similar. And Zach's trying to explain why he's matching them up like this. But he doesn't actually explain why he's matched himself up with Kane. Mm-hmm. But deep down, we know that Kane is his idol, and he wants to be as spooky as Kane and as muscly and scary as Kane. Yeah, Zach likes the idea of being a scary guy. He he likes the idea of being the biggest, baddest person in the room. It's it just comes off as like. How many toxic masculinities did you get again? Oh, John? I got like eleven. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah sounds about right. So much, yeah, like in this one episode, eleven. <laughs> After so they leave because nothing happens and they want things to happen so they mm-hmm. send these guys away so it's just them <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then that's when everything starts to happen apparently yeah oh, Zach, Zach like, 
I mean, one thing. Well, I thought they were going to go, like, way more into it. Like, this Same. is going to be an extended episode or something. Because nope. they're like, no, it's just us. And it's like, oh, they God. get a few pictures and then, da-da, Are we're we done. done. Yeah. And Zach leaves in the shot of him getting very scared by some pigeons. Yeah. He goes, he gets really scared. He does, like, a big, ah! like that. <laughs> it's probably not Zach doing the editing. Are you sure he wouldn't do the editing? I feel like he would do the editing himself. I don't to think give Zach can cut. do much of anything besides <laughs> oh, walk shot. around. Tired. This is it. This is just he one. can't even walk straight sometimes. He trips over himself. Over his baggy jeans. Yeah. Um, he collects belt buckles. That's what he's good at. Um, sorry, my belly just made a noise. Um, he gets photos on the IR camera of what looks like a duck man. Walking into frame and disappearing. <laughs> Which is kind of creepy. It's a little creepy, But I guess. it's a little fishy that it happened after the other guests left. Mm. And then they don't really go into it at all. Could be nothing. Like. Could be something. But the episode kind of just like ends there-ish. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh. See, any episode, there's no um, expert opinion because, you know, we already had, we already brought the experts in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were here with us. Yeah. The Hollywood Ghost Hunters. Yeah. HGH and GAC coming together. That's it. Mm. Not a lot happened in this episode. Nope. No. Not a lot. Nope. <laughs> it's kind of sad, though, if you yeah. actually think about it. What were, your, what were your favorite parts? Freaking out Aaron. And then all of a sudden, Aaron's like, well, what's going on? And Zach is just, like, laughing as he was, like... Like, they left that cut in there for some reason, though. But, like, Zach was just, like, praying to Aaron. And Aaron's just like, oh, Zach. Oh, you. Oh, oh Zach. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Max? I think that was mine, too. Yeah. Because the genuine fear in Zach's voice as he gets startled by the birds. Yeah. Ah! And Aaron's like, shh, shh, what, what, what? No, no, he goes, shut up, shut up, shut up, what happened? <laughs> and you, dear? I don't really have a favorite episode. Uh, I don't really have a favorite part to this oh, okay. episode, I think. Mm. Um, it's all kind of uneventful. really was. Um, so I guess with that, then, we can move into our new segment. Yeah. Tweet Watch. Woo! We asked you to send in your favorite tweets from the Ghost Adventures crew. <laughs> and I'd like to thank our good friend Ashley. Uh, thank you, Ashley, for submitting your tweets to Tweet Watch. Um, We're pulling them up right now. Let's see. So, there's one by someone that's at Miss Micah, and they did like a screenshot of their TV playing Ghost Adventures. Uh, and it just says, Watching some Ghost Adventures, my kind of Friday night. There's a, a, a little ghost uh, emoticon, or uh, yeah, emoticon, right? Emoji? Emoji. Emoji, sorry. Emoji. And at Zach Bagans. And then. We're really showing our age here. Zach um, re replies, nice still frame. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. Just quote tweeting so he can get his face on his own timeline, really. <laughs> we have another one. He's replying to someone named Bill Mosley. Who's at Chop Top Mosley? Um, who wrote, Our little dog pooped on the wood floor outside the bathroom. She slunk around when I came home, thought I might be mad at her. Poop came up with one swipe of the paper towels. On came the fan. I let her know all's well, even scratched her ear for good aiming. And Zach replies, Glad to hear it was a one swiper, Bill. 
Um, really building that brand as the guy who's a ghost expert and like paranormal guy. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. he is a big doggy person, but still a funny thing to reply to. But um, <laughs> so, so send your dog poop stories to Zach Bagans. Yeah. <laughs> please. At Z A K underscore B A G A N S. Yeah. Just if you could all please just talk about your dogs pooping to him. Please, I actually would love this. Yeah. Hashtag poop watch. Yeah, poop Hashtag watch. Poop watch. <laughs> um, and then there's one more. Um, it's really, he's not replying to anybody. Um, mm. He's just tweeting himself, and it says, quote, I think, with a F, I think you freaky, and I like you a lot. I think that's a reference to D'Antward. Really? Oh, okay, I think okay, that's okay, what okay. The, the lady, whose okay. name I forget, says. Okay. Ooh. I'm sure he'd been into that. He's definitely into D'Antward, because they're weird and creepy. Yeah. And he likes weird, creepy stuff because he's a weird, creepy guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's about it for that episode. Um, um, if you guys have uh, any more tweets, please send, send them, them to, to us. us. We have multiple ways for you to contact us. You can reach out to us on Facebook, Insanely Haunted uh, Ghost Adventures Fancast. You can join our Facebook group, Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted. You can send us an email, insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and of course, don't forget to go to insanelyhaunted.com to see Cassie's beautiful artwork. Thanks. Uh, the music for our show was provided by Argo Fox, whose real name I do not know, and I feel weird when I say that I'm thanking his screen name, but that's all I got. Um, if you have time, please give us a rating on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. It's one of the, iTunes probably the best. It's one of the best ways to support us, and it also supports us when you tell your friends about Insanely Haunted. Yeah. Because I'm sure you yeah. have friends who watch Ghost Adventures. How many more episodes do we have of this season? I think we only got um, a few. Not okay. not very many. We're coming to the end of this season. Oh, okay, wow. cool. And then on to season four, season which I four. think is my favorite season okay. that we own. There's some really good stuff in season five, too. Yes. But we don't have that one yet. So if you find season no, five. No, we do have season we do? five. We do not have season okay, six. Okay, six. So if you know of somewhere season six is on sale, let us know. Clue us in. On sale because it's, it's expensive for it's some reason. very hard to find and super expensive. Why is it expensive? Because it's got know. that good shit in it. <laughs> it's got some solid gold bangers Maybe in it. Maybe it has some of nice. Zach's uh, Necrofusion music. Oh, so fuck. It's, oh. it costs extra because he needs to get some royalties. He's got to get paid. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Is that moonlighting? What? I guess so, isn't it? When you put your own music on your TV show so that you get you can double dip on the payment? Yeah, I think that is Moonlighting. I bet that's Moonlighting. That's what Trump does, right? He does that a lot. He Fucking really assholes. does. Jesus um, Christ. Mm. But we don't know if Zach puts his Necrofusion in. Only time will tell. We haven't really gotten to later seasons. Um, I'm pretty sure season six is uh, has Tuwilla, which is a hell of an episode. Yeah. Uh, so wait, we can't wait season for six? I think so. The Tuwilla Hospital? We have Tuwilla. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I can't wait for Tuwilla. That's, yeah. that's a high water mark for me, Tuwilla. Yeah, yeah. That in the hotel where Zach nearly gets his head crushed. We wait with bated breath. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks again for listening. It's so it's a pleasure to make the show for you. And thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you for having me, you guys. It's a pleasure every time. And as saying farewell, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm John. And you just heard... A, a Class A EVP. EVP.